this is Will Wheaton. You're listening to Radio Brendo Man. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And what's going on with the uh, full bar challenge tonight? All right, tonight we're, not, we're already not doing well. No, we're, we're fine. We're on track still. We can make it. Full, ball tra- full bar challenge full tonight. Ball, full ball. Fur ball. Fur ball. Fur ball challenge tonight. <laughs> we're doing a Wheel of Fortune style. So It's all or nothing. All or nothing. Here's how it works. The first show we record tonight, you have 45 minutes. That's where you get your first bar. Second show, you got 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Second bar. Also within that show, you have 10 minutes to do TV talk. Mm-hmm. That's your third bar. We're going to do a bonus episode, which we need for when we're all on vacation. Yeah. That's 30 minutes. That's your fourth bar. However, you only get those we're bars done at 11. the whole time is done at 11 p.m. It's 8.45 right now. Which means we still have plenty of time. We I don't still know. Have, I'm feeling the crunch. We have time to do all of that. Since we just wasted 45 minutes. That's okay, because we still have time. There's, t- there's, We're on track to do it. Yeah, but I won't be able to take any breaks in between. You have like five minutes. I gotta get a drink of water after. You have five this. minutes? You can do that. Five minutes. Alright. You can drink, then we go. Um, so that's the plan for tonight. You had like a crazy, like, thing where there was like a crazy storm yesterday. There was like a flash storm yesterday. Yeah. I mean, we you got new stuff coming, but on the crazy. mountain almost. Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, we went up to Big Bear. Um, my parents, Oh, hey, there's this crazy storm. Let's get well, on we the didn't, road. It, it didn't look crazy in the in the forecast. It looked like, oh, is there going to be a little bit of something, something. And it turned out Did to be a lot more. you look at the Big Bear forecast? Yeah, yeah. And it said, like, you know, it was going to be dusty. It was, like, all of a sudden just, like, goosh. Yeah, it was crazy. So, I mean, here it was bad, so I can't imagine. I mean, we didn't snow here. It was but like a blizzard. No, yeah, not much here it was stuff, like though. a freaking snow. It was like a f- super storm. Yeah. Well, so. It was flooding by my mailbox. During the day, I mean, it was like blizzarding, but it didn't really stick on the roads. But by the time we drove down, we went down about 6 o'clock, and it wasn't like sticking, sticking, but it was freezing. So it was kind of slippery. We took it nice and slow. But we got down about two-thirds of the way down the mountain, and there's like a huge scene, crash scene. that We were the first car there after the police got there. So they like stopped us there, and they had, you know, all the flares out and stuff. And it took the car was like flipped over on its side, like right on the edge of the road, like off the side of the road. And they had a tow truck. We watched them like flip it back over, but we were stuck there for forty five minutes. Man, and like it was to the point where like should we turn around? But once we turn around, we have to go around the other side or something. And it was just it was too late. So we finally got through that, went through, and then there's like the line of cars from the other way waiting to get through. And in the middle of that, there's another car that has like since then spun out and is sideways blocking them. So we have to go around them, and then about like a quarter, no, like three quarters of a mile down the road, there's a second scene with like a bunch of ambulances and fire trucks, and three or four cars were all piled up together on the side of the road. But they had mostly cleared that one, so we only had to wait like like ten minutes that for mountain. that. It was nuts. I mean, you grew up, like, you probably have seen just some horrific accidents. Yeah, it's real bad. Because there's it's always really bad accidents. I know somebody that died in an accident going down that mountain. The, people, yeah, it's, it's it's super, this is what, people, nobody can ever give me a hard time about not wanting to drive up and down that freaking mountain because it's super crazy. Well, in the snow and ice, I, like, <clears throat> it's a whole different thing. And the problem is, 
people don't adjust their driving. And it's, I mean, usually it's someone who doesn't live up there and is not used to driving in it. So it's what happened flatlander. is all these the people, flatlanders. the flatlanders, all these people went up there for the weekend. And it's nice and sunny, and then Sunday and evening, it was like beautiful this weekend. Yeah, then they get a blizzard, and then everyone's like, ah, they don't know how to get down the hill. I would have definitely been wild now. It was bad. So anyway, that was nuts. But uh, it was a good weekend. Other than that part, yeah, yeah. I had a pretty good weekend. I mean, overall, I went to a um, the memorial for my friend Brian, who I grew up with, and um, but it was like a really chill. Like it was at somebody's house. There's a lot of people there. There was food and and like but like there was a lot of booze. So like by the time I got there, everybody was pretty chill. And <laughs> um and there was like and then it was just they had like you know like played some music, had people talk, and that was pretty much it. And I got up there and I'm like, I'm gonna, I don't know. I just felt like, I felt the, I felt the spirit <laughs> and I, and I, and I, and I made, I killed, I, I killed it. Yeah. I made, I got a lot of laughs and I was like, oh man, it made me want to do, like, this is so weird because it was like at a funeral, but it wasn't a funeral. It was just people. Like it was a wake. Like, yeah. 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 Definitely more of a wake. Cause, and it was like, and, um, and then like I made everybody laugh and somebody even said like, do you do comedy? And I was like, kind of, yeah. And they're like, you're really good. And it was like Did this you tell old like about dude. the digging in the backyard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay yeah. Well, like I told, I told a little bit about that and I told it like about like going to like sitting on the couch at La Paloma and, and Chuck always yelling at us for stealing candy, but I'm like, why you put the couch right behind the candy? Like, of course we're, I'm eight. I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna steal that candy. Like, and like, and then then like just talking about like the first time I saw Brian in like 20 years, this is the kind of guy he was, is like, I, like it was at, it was at Grandma Marianne's funeral and, and he's the first person I see and his first thing when I was, he gives me this big hug and he's his first word out of his mouth is I'm sorry and I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I was a jerk and as a kid and I was like, I was a jerk as a kid and I was like, and we caught right back up but like, I don't know, it was, I got all, it was, it was good talking about him and talking and, and I don't know, it was a good weekend and San Diego was cool but I, I, didn't get to enjoy like you know because they lived this was in Escondido so right. would have been way out of my way to go to Luz or Roberto's or so did you just whatever. come back up Saturday yeah night? I just came back up and and then watched been watching a ton of unsolved mysteries which we'll <laughs> talk about I but I was writing jokes today about unsolved mysteries <laughs> which is awesome and I told them to you and you laughed so yeah um, we gotta get you out I gotta there, do man. some more comedy man because especially watching crashing this is how I'm sneaking in all my TV talk <laughs> by the way that's okay it's making um, you creative and, and 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 so watching crashing which is all about Pete Holmes getting his start and I like as a comedian I love Pete Holmes so much and 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 he's so good and then like seeing TJ Miller like because now he's at like TJ Miller's on the show now right and like and just gosh TJ Miller is so funny and he's just like just that energy, but then just getting out there and doing comedy all the time, and it's like part of you, and like, and then Pete and like the behind the scenes is talking about. There is no greater like high than like after you have a good set, <laughs> and like I, I still like that was like oh my gosh, I still think about it like you I want to do that again. Get you out there. Well, like okay, so I saw on Matt Cruz's Facebook, old time friend of the yeah, show, Matt yeah. Cruz. I guess he went to that like one in Riverside that does like contests. And he won the contest. Really? And he got like a couple hundred bucks. So you have to pay, but you could win? Yeah, but I'm, so I'm gonna talk to him. I should talk to him yeah, and be like, what's what going think? on with this? 
Cause like, and try. also, I think it's cool that Matt Cruz is doing stand-up comedy now. You should come out and do it. Yeah. You should do like a double... Like, well, we gotta get the... We gotta do it at the Queen Bean. I mean, we still gotta deal. We, do, we still need we to do to that. fulfill that obligation. That, for sure. And that one might be a good kickoff. Because, like, I don't know. I really got the itch. The, we could do... You could tour. Play there, Riverside. <laughs> the Inland Empire play tour. Play out in LA and do one out there. Well, I definitely want to, like, do them... Like, during the summer... Like, I don't know. I think I might just try and crash with somebody and just, like, yeah. do it, like, every... For, like, a... Because I have, like... There could be, like, at least a month where I could just do it. That'd be cool. Like, at least for a couple weeks and just, like... Yeah. Do it every night. Do it. Really get going. Dude. And, like... How cool will that be? Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like it's pie in the sky. I've heard the L.A., like, open mic scene is, like, brutal. Yeah, but what's... I mean... Okay, worst case scenario, you have an awesome time and like it's fun and you got a good experience. Even if people boo, it's true. Even and if they throw a bottle at your head, and, and we could get probably new listeners to the yeah, podcast. Exactly. I do. I want to do it. I want to do it out here, but there's like nowhere we got. I got to talk to Cruz. I haven't talked to him in a long time. I hope we're. I hope. I mean, last time I saw him, I just yeah, haven't yeah. talked to him in a long time. I don't even know. Like, yeah, because last time I saw him was at Universal. We should ask him. See what. Just see what his, like, his take on it. Going on. Um, yeah, it was funny. I was just listening to like an old popsicles where he, cause it was at the live show where we had him do the yeah, intro. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then I was remembering cause I was talking to Derek cause we were watching, we were talking about Aubrey Plaza for some, some reason. And I'm like, remember the time Aubrey Plaza was at Smog Castle and she talked about, she said, cause, so Dominic Dierkes used to do this show at Smog Castle where it was like, it was, it was, he did it, he had a podcast uh-huh. and, one of his gimmicks was he would just bring up somebody from the audience and like interview them. Okay. So one time Matt Cruz got up and Dominic interviewed him. So and then and then his actual guest after Matt Cruz was Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> so then Aubrey Plaza was like, "Man, that Matt Cruz guy, what was going on with him?" And so then there that and then like Dominic posted as a recording and Matt Cruz is a rapper. So then he used that Aubrey Plaza saying his name drop like so much. <laughs> That's so rad. <laughs> But also, that's and then awesome. Derek's like, when was that? I'm like, oh yeah, he, cause Derek wasn't there. But I'm like, yeah, that's, can you, like, I don't know, it just, there was a time when like, it was just hanging out with Aubrey Plaza. Good time. Man. More times like that to come. <laughs> She's definitely risen up in the. She's doing alright. I wish Dominic still did that podcast too, cause they did it in another place for a while and he had like Gillian Jacobs on and all those other that's people. Cool. And like, cause the first time he did it, he had, that was when we met Paul F. Tompkins. Oh, really? Yeah. And of course, me being the doof that I was, like, I, Derek still gives me a hard time for this. My, like, thing to Paul F. Tompkins was, you were really great in community. But then he, it actually got him to, cause he was on his way out. Yeah. And he stopped, he turned around, he's like, yeah, that was really great. Yeah, thanks. And like, <laughs> so I'm like, see, at least I got him to, like, stuff there. whereas, I don't know. And then, like, that's where we met, like, Kumail and Pete and, so I met them a couple times. And they times. were really nice. Oh, dude. They were one of the only people that, like, didn't hang out in the green room only and would talk to, like... Because there were a lot of situations where... The only other person that, like, hung out with me and Derek... Mitch Album. Huh. The multi-billion selling author. Yeah. He was super cool. I don't... I never read any of his books. <laughs> I feel like I should. Yeah. But, like, I fell asleep during the movie Tuesdays with Maury, so I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I mean, and then he, and then like, I remember like Britney Spears really loved that Five People Meet in Heaven book, and I'm like, well, if Britney Spears likes it, I don't even know. Is that his? Yeah. Yeah, that does not, I mean, just from what I've heard, but who knows? I haven't actually read it. Andrew says it's good. Alright. 
But because at this point, Kevin was going to film Hit Somebody. Well, they co... So Mitch Album co-wrote the song Hit Somebody with Warren Zevon. Okay. Warren Zevon, the famous recording artist who has now passed away. And then Kevin wanted to turn the song. It's about a hockey goon, which is a guy that, like, beat people up. Okay. And... And, and so he wanted to turn that into a mini, uh, into a movie. And it later ended up becoming a miniseries. And now I think it's dead. But at one point they were, Mitch Album, the reason why, the way he got, like, the way Kevin got him to do it, cause he had to sign off, was Mitch was like, you have to film it. And cause Mitch Album's like huge. He's from Detroit. He, he's one of those guys that's like, I'm not leaving Detroit. I'm not going to abandon it. I'm going to work hard. Like, it's like him and Jack White and Kid Rock and, <laughs> I mean, no, not Kid Rock. Um, Eminem is Detroit. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, maybe yeah. Kid Rock. I don't know. No, that doesn't sound right because Kid Rock's like Southern. No, yeah. I so think, I think it's. Eminem. But those guys and they're all very loyal to Detroit, and I, I found that very cool. Like, because yeah. like most people have given up on Detroit, and so he was gonna like get money into Detroit by having Kevin film that thing there. But then it all kind of huh. fell through. That's a bummer. But they were like buds. I think they're still buds, but he like hung out at Small Castle, and I just thought it was cool because like he could have been in like the green room and whatever, but he was he he hung out with like me and Derek for like most of the night. It's cool. It's pretty cool, man. We got a lot to cover, so we, we gotta do. get we going have a, here. An okay, massive so mail. Mark Kambach is now officially our correspondent from the past. Yes, we gave him the DeLorean. <laughs> He's back there in 2012 now. Reporting. This is like hearing about. This is like a. This is your life, Phil and Brando. Fantastic! I it's love so it. So amazing, yeah. and I love it. And I, I think he doesn't understand that we like. We definitely yeah, wanted to do. He's this. Like, if you guys are serious about this, I'm telling you. When this came in, I was like standing in the hallway, and I saw it on my phone, and I stood there in the hallway <laughs> and read this whole thing on my phone before I moved on. That's how like much I love these. Yeah, it's really great. So Mark writes, "Dear Doritos loving dudes, yes, I like do. that." Um, man, I, I'm still mad about those jalapeno Doritos. <laughs> I never got those. No. Did you eat them yet? No, they're, they're in the vault I thought you still. were like, we're cheating now. No, just when we go to New York. Who won the weigh-in? Um, my mom. Oh, man. Yeah. what you place did you guys get? Janelle got second. Yeah. She like, she's never won. Get? She's lost every time. Man. And I she, got fourth. Uh-huh. I did bad this time. Did you have to buy anything now? Well, for the next time, I gotta buy snacks for our next uh-huh. game night. That's the deal. All right. My dad okay. has to buy dinner though. He came in last. <laughs> All right. So he's, so Mark says, assuming your request to report on my listening to classic episodes of Raider Brendo Man to be genuine. And if that is so, you two must be true gluttons for punishment. No, we love no, this. It's amazing. So much. It's amazing. Here is the second installment of my random comments on a run of episodes number 16 to 26 to be exact. That is so, that's a lot. That's, we're talking about five years ago, 2012. We, we hadn't gotten to our five hour episodes yet, but those are still like, we're getting up there. Over an hour. I want to hear what happens when he gets to like the three, he four hour episodes. Is that. that where we're going to lose Mark Kalbach forever? I don't know. If we never hear from him again, we know that he got to like the four hour episodes. He's like, like screw this, you guys, I'm out of here. What's wrong with you? Oh, man. All right. I have failed to note to which episode these comments refer for the most part. So this will tend to be on the more rambling and incoherent side of things. So Just like our shows. Totally fine. <laughs> episode number 16. It's also crazy that this dude, like, 
some of the you'll see like it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I feel like this dude could be like our best he bro. He totally needs to hang out. Absolutely. All right. Gordon Corman is mentioned frequently here, so I thought I'd name my two favorite Corman novels. First off, I think this is the first reader we've ever had that, that even knows, even knows about Gordon about. Corman. Yes, absolutely. Oh, wait. Hawkboy knew about I Want to Go Home, but that's because Hawkboy is Canadian. Well, there you go. Okay. Because I think Gordon Corman is much bigger in Canada. Yes, yeah. Being Canadian himself. And and so okay, I want to go home. And who is Bugs Potter? I've never read Who yeah, is Bugs Potter. Do I need to read it? Oh yeah, well you need to read everything you wrote. Definitely, that's well, like one of the classics from back in the same era. Oh like, dude, speaking of that, kid comes in looking for some good mystery books, yeah. and I was like Gordon Corman, baby. Yeah. And then he came back. And he's like, these are awesome. Do you have other ones? Um, no, it was some other ones. Oh, okay. There were also mysteries that I hadn't even read, but I'm like, that's a... There's like every... Yeah, I don't know, dude. There's so many. He's done a lot. And so, and then I'm like, well, then I gave him on the run after that. So now I got this kid, like, hooked. Oh, dude, that's cool. Yeah. Good, good. And the librarian was very impressed. On a total side note, I'm not total side note, but Matthew, my brother, you know, at school, Mm -hmm. and I can't remember, at his school... Uh, one of the other nurses or teacher or someone was like talking to him and said like they want to read with their kid they don't know about reading blah oh, blah. Man. Do you have any recommendations for something I want to get Do my kid? Do I to have read? recommendations? He told him about uh, about James Riley yeah. and they're like on the James Riley train. Nice. So we're spreading the good news, dude. I made people at school jealous that I've. They're like you've talked to James yeah, Riley. I talked like, to him on Monday. Yeah, talked to him a bunch. Yeah, he's freaking cool. And they're like, oh my god, I think James Riley is blowing oh, up. He's gonna be huge. I was like crossing my fingers he'd still talk to us. Gordon yeah, Corman. Alright, I, I, I read each of these probably more times than I, I read. See, that's weird. That's, that's why I, I hate the read. word read. I know. I hate it. Um, uh, that I care, I mean, then I care to remember or recount. The pages come loose from I want to go home. I feel like that's a common thing. That's exactly my book. Is I think it's those cheap 70s books. Yeah, but that plus also, having read it like so many times, yeah. I have, mine has like masking tape holding it together. Both would have been great movies by 70s Disney. I don't, he's probably not at the point. One, he's not at the point where he talked about I want to go home. Yeah. And our many conversations are like, if this is, I, I still, I feel like even, I think we should adapt it on spec. I think we should yeah, do it. Yeah, definitely one. I think that should be a just project. send it to him. Well, just that we have. Yeah. Like, hey, this is the thing we wrote. Cause it'd be so easy to write that script. That yeah. thing writes itself. It's gorgeous. So yeah, but don't let nobody steal that, please. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> they won't even be able to find a copy of the book. They don't even know what we're talking about. No. I have seen, okay, random notes for episodes number, man, I, there's like, like little, like, Caves are like lights are opening up, like all this stuff. Remembering that we the stuff about. we talked about. I can't. We've talked about so much stuff. It's so much weird, <laughs> crazy stuff. I don't understand why anybody else cares about anything that we talk about. Apparently, but this, obviously it works. they do they, because they've got stuff in common. Random notes for episodes number seventeen through twenty-five. I have seen Under the Rainbow. It was, oh yeah, because remember we used to do like movie like, homework, yeah, those freaky movies, and also just like movie work. Yeah, we yeah. had to watch movies. I think this was under Phil's freaky movies. Though. Yeah, but I definitely watched it. Yeah, well, I think I might. But have I think made you, you told me it. to watch. But I think we watched it as an assignment. I don't. I can't remember. Maybe, yeah. Maybe not. Because it was hard. I still don't know if it's had a DVD release. I have it on VHS. I forgot how I watched it. No, it definitely has because I think I got the DVD or something. I definitely watched it. And I feel like I watched it for this podcast. I don't remember. But he says, um, it was recommended by a Facebook friend of mine and I watched it on YouTube. Maybe maybe that's how I watched watched it. it. And honestly, I enjoyed it except for the awful cliched ending. It was a little strange seeing Carrie Fisher in anything other than the Star Wars trilogy. Burbs, man. Blues Brothers. Yeah. Burbs. She's amazing. That's, 
Yeah. I mean, right there. Okay. Freaking yeah. Blues Brothers, dude. I just watched the, the Verve this week. I forgot to put that on there. Oh, but. dude. I love the Verve so much. Because you were, you guys, you and Derek were, we talking, were talking about... talking Tom Hanks, yeah. And talking Tom Hanks. By the way, your episode, that episode with you and Derek, Derek on picture, on uh, Alex Keith, he came as my friend, was fantastic. Awesome. Cool. I and really had fun with them. It was really funny. And also, I was really surprised that neither of you did the Ghostbusters ladies line. Cause it's one of my, cause it's not really a line. Okay. She just goes, huh. <laughs> and the, she's the huh <laughs> lady, right. which is one of my favorite That's moments right. of the movie. That's funny. Huh. And then she just goes back in her apartment. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And neither of you did it. I'm sorry. But we let Derek, you, down. you did get Derek to sing, which was fantastic. Like multiple times. Yeah. Right? That was yeah. awesome. That was, Loved my, it. that was my goal. You that. got her to sing the different strokes. Different theme. strokes and, and believe it. Yeah. I'm walking. Oh, dude. So good. Um, <laughs> And talking about bosom buddies, I yeah. oh, freaking loved it. Uh, well, thank you. It was a double episode. That's why it was a little longer. Also, as I tweeted today, I I rather enjoy the fact that without me, Derek doesn't know the URL to his own podcast. I know, I'm like because he totally gave he, the wrong he URL. Like, he said popsicles cast popsiclescast dot com. That's not it. Just oh, just Brendan. ask Brendan. Yeah, Brendan knows. And I'm like, well, okay. I said you could look it up on Facebook, so that'll at least get someone there. But he it's definitely like, did not. Nobody know. goes to pop. Nobody goes to podcast websites. Nobody. Yeah. Our website. I looked like by year, our traffic has like while our listenership has gone up. Up, our website traffic is like well, but how often really do you go to a website? It makes sense, and like so, yeah, it's like it's, but it's I mean, you have to have it, and it's yeah. also like you never know when you're gonna because you know what I have seen, and I think this might be Mister Combat. I don't know, but somebody's hitting our archives like super hard because oh, yeah. there's like four visitors, but like a hundred page views. That, it's, that's probably some of it there. So yeah, people just Google to make sure they can get it on their app. Boom. Yep. Shakalaka. Cause like it's all our front page that when people do hit it. Yeah. Like, and there then they is. just, yeah. So that's why, um, a good podcasting tip, make sure you have links to your subscribe on your front page. Cause otherwise, that what are you doing? Someone goes, right? Uh, yeah. Um, so okay. We really got to roll with this here. Um, YouTube. You two ask the listeners if they want to hear more Disneyland stories. Yes, absolutely. I love listening or reading stories about people's experiences working at Disney parks. Well, you're going to really love of that coming keep up. listening yeah. to the show. Have you read David Koning's excellent books on the Disney parks? I got some for Genova. He's talking about Mouse, Mouse Tales and more Mouse Tales. Yeah. Um, they are fantastic. He's also got a couple others. I haven't read his Disney World one yet, which is called Reality Land. And then he's got a new one called People vs. Disney or something like that, oh, yeah. and it's all about the lawsuits. And the that one's brand new, so it's only in hardcover because he like self publishes these or something, hmm. or or it's like a really small publisher, and like which is crazy because these books are all amazing. And then his older book is called uh, Mouse Under Glass, and he actually talks it's specifically about the animated movies. But then he also talks about rides that never happened, like for instance the Robin Hood ride and the Whoa. full Tron ride that was gonna happen, oh, like all the these other ride. stuff. So it, he gets into that in this one that's cool and and then why they stopped making animated movie rides and then switched over to parades because it was like way cheaper because it's because for a while every new animated movie because you think about all the bad man the animated movies that didn't do well in the 70s and 80s so every one of those imagineering spent 
tons of time and money making a getting ready to make a ride for, and then and the then movie would go. bomb, and then they'd be like, "Oh, never mind." So they were just they were just huh. wasting all this money. And then That's I'm why like, we didn't get a Little Mermaid ride until like for, yeah, thirty years later. Yeah, because they at, at, after at a certain point they're like, "No, we're not doing this." And then the Aladdin parade happened. They're like, "Oh, this is great. We're just gonna do this." Right. And they that did that sense. for like a ton of things. Huh. And so he talks about that. That's why we don't have a and, home on the rain. And then it also has an introduction from Richard Sherman himself. Ooh. So, um, but yeah, David Koenig's books are great. And I will tell um, my this story real quick. Okay. Um, the first day at Disneyland, actually taking tickets, one of my first guests, I'm not even joking, was David Koenig. How did you even know? Annual pass, David ah. Koenig. And I ha- I'm like, I'm sorry to bother you, but... You're partially the reason why this is one of my this is my first day on the job and you're partially the reason why I'm here and he's like he's like oh my gosh thank you I actually get that quite a bit and I'm like are you do you work for them and he's like ah because I'm like he's like seriously reading his books are one of the reasons why I wanted to work at Disneyland that's cool Mouse, have you read Mouse Tales yeah it is the, only like the one though the first one like the second one's great but the first one is nuts. Because it goes in, like, from the beginning, just, like, I mean, like, the the Yippee invasion, like, and that whole thing, and, like, just, and then just all the crazy stories, like, just all the crazy stuff that employees have done, and, like, just mm-hmm. crazy, it's stuff you will never hear from Disney ever. Yep. And he must, because he interviewed just, like, hundreds of cast members, and it's so good. Like, they're must-reads. Well, for Mark, there's tons more Disneyland talk so coming, so don't worry. If you worry. have specific questions, yeah. feel free. Phil even does the crush voice at a certain point. That's right. You'll have to keep listening. <laughs> All right, feel free to continue sharing your frequent your stories of your frequent Disney trip or Disney gripes. We got both. Yeah, it's all in there. The Tripod Trilogy book series is discussed. Yes. A decent series. I remember reading it in grade school. If you guys eventually wound up reading the series in your book club. Yeah, you did. Well, we did. That's <laughs> I awesome. I really hope you read the prequel last. Yeah. Yes, we did. But he says prequel last after reading the trilogy. Yes. So it was a trilogy. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, because we did we it did. to the four. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you definitely have to do that because otherwise you'll like, kind of ruin. Yeah, definitely. The prequel is great though. It is good, but it's kind of a standalone thing. It's definitely thing. like you a standalone. You want to see the rest first. It's really sad. It is. But it's good. As both would lose power if the prequel was read first. I agree. Yep. Agreed. I think, but that's just one reader's opinion. We agree with We you. agree with you. It's sort of how I think the original, so, um, uh, Chronicles of Narnia series, but I think reads better if read in publication. See, this guy yeah, agrees with you. That's totally me. I completely agree with that. Cause it's true. It kind of spoils the other yeah, book. Yeah, the chronological order is, it, it's, I, the chronological order, you can't, cause it talks about characters that are developed in other books. Right, and it doesn't, and it ruins like the surprise. Like if you, if you're coming into it fresh and you don't know what you're reading, then you shouldn't, you shouldn't know what happens before they go in that this wardrobe is, or wherever. This is, this is, that's like the Spielberg linear, like, no, like, like, things should be difficult. Right. Things should be like, right. like, like, you don't just, this is a whole wrap it all up in a pretty little bow. Yeah. Definitely. Publication definitely order. That's, We're both firmly on publication yeah, that's order. That's how the author put it out there. That's also how they're doing the movies. Yeah. So like. So obviously those people agreed. Yeah. 
Because no one wants to be introduced. Well, especially to the, from a movie standpoint, that the characters you're going to have characters that nobody cares about because they're developed in other books. Like, right, and that because the first one chronologically, I can't remember what the name of it is, but that's the one where like Narnia is created and yeah. it's weird and it's good, but, but that's a weird you don't way have to any kind of people, yeah. Like, I agree. The series and to the movies. I had a friend that like started and he he never read it before and he read it in chronology. He's like, this is dumb. Yeah, you got to do. He's it. like, what is this? I don't know. And I'm like, and then I'm like, well, you mean like, well, this and this is like, I don't. Know what any of that is? I'm like, oh crap! Like, yeah. get stop it! Stop doing I don't, that. My books still say the well, yeah. The you got the old and I refuse the, to acknowledge that. Other. Did, they did that like in the late '90s, huh? I think they just did that to sell more books. Well, they absolutely did. It's freaking jerks. Like, hey guys, you know what we could do to sell more books? Change the numbers on yeah. them. New. It's it is. It's exactly. It's a marketing. Thing. It's totally <laughs> what it is. Because they're like, we got this old property. We're not making any money off it. What can we do? All right. We'll definitely agree on that. Alright, Steam is discussed a couple times, and I have a game to recommend if you haven't tried it. Deadbolt. I haven't heard of it. I haven't either. I like its simple gameplay and the challenging levels, which aren't as challenging after one figures out how to complete a level. One reason I like it is that it's like playing an old school NES game. That sounds great. Sounds good. Good recommendation. Sounds good Deadbolt. to me. Except you've been playing your Switch. Yes, I have. Wow, it's going to be a while to get there. Oh, I got that sweet Switch. I can't believe you're even here. I, well, that's why I want to get home. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> okay, we do have to talk about the fact that you did end up buying two copies of Zelda. I guess I did, and weren't I have one on eBay for sale right now. Weren't you getting the one like that day, and then you went to Walmart and bought it? Because I got it right then. I'll, t- I'll tell the story. I'll tell. Why the aren't story. you just returning the other one? Because I got it for a discount on Amazon. I have a whole saga. I want to tell my saga. I'll tell I my saga it's later. Weird. It's worth it. Why didn't you bring it? It's portable. It's true. I should have. Bring the Switch. I'll bring the Switch. Next time I'll bring the Switch. If we get done at 11, it's not happening. It's happening. We're almost there. There seems to be a lot of love. For this This part's kind of already making me a little bit... Uh, what? Uh, oh. There seems to be a lot of love for community here. I love the first season, but found the series... Andrew, cover your ears. <laughs> I, he found the series dropped off in quality very quickly during the second season and never recovered for me. Oh, <laughs> Andrew just said sad face in the chat. While I liked nearly every episode first season, the second season held my interest for only a handful of installments. The less said about the rest, in my opinion, the better. I know what okay. happened here. What? He doesn't. He never saw the first two seasons. He watched season three. You think he accidentally? And he thinks season four is season two. Yeah, that's, that's the, the only, only that's way only I can understand. This. That's got to be it. I'm, he I'm, thinks season four is season yeah. two, and that's, I'm, that's the only way I can think of. The only way it makes any sense. Season one and two are so good. Yeah, I think season two is even. I've been, season two is like one like, of the best seasons. Is it, that's where it hits its stride. It's okay. We I agree with so many things um, with him. Well, that, we'll let. That I hope slide. he doesn't like get because. We talk about community a lot because yeah. that's like during the golden boom yeah. of community. Well, I'm telling you, that's the only explanation. He well, doesn't know that the first two seasons exist. There's going to be a lot of community talk coming your way because we love that show yeah. a lot. Because it's like one of the best shows of all time. Except for season four when nobody... Yeah, but that's, it, the, that's, that's the, the gas, gas leak, leak, which gas is leak. genius. Gas leak season. So it had to happen so that we could have gas leak. I feel like Dan Harmon... Harmon Town is amazing, but I'm like, oh my gosh, is he okay? <laughs> you, but I feel like that's every time. That's every panel we've ever been uh-huh. to with him. That's every time I've okay, seen him. You all right, dude? Because <laughs> um, he like <laughs> – I don't want to just talk about Harmon Town, but he like – he bought a gun, but he's left it at the gun store because he knows he shouldn't have a gun. <laughs> But it's like they're holding it for like the waiting period, but right. he just left it there. But he could go get it if he wants it. 
but it's because of like he's just worried that there's gonna be like an apocalypse scenario. It's not because he's like. But then like everyone's like, you Dan Harmon with a gun. That's that's, that's absolutely a bad idea, terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> But I think as he keeps talking about it and more people keep giving him a hard time about it, I think he's going to let it go because he doesn't have it in his house. That's good. I'm like, Dan, you shouldn't have a gun in your you house, Dan. <laughs> Dan, you shouldn't have a gun. Because, um, like, even Dino was like, you have a gun? Well, you know if he's <laughs> like, concerned, <laughs> then that's serious. Um, but anyways, um, but I love Harmontown. It's so good. Uh and that, that documentary is amazing. Yeah, if you yes, it is. Watch Harmontown the documentary, Mark, and maybe, I don't know. Well, you just need to go back and see the actual season. The actual too. season, too. That's the problem. Because I just, I don't, not, no way, dude. Nope. Sorry, Brendan, but I must agree with Phil that Miss Streep is overrated. However, I disagree with Phil that Van Helsing is a good movie. He's very diplomatic. He's giving us each a little. There you go. Uh, I no, do, I don't however, think he'd do any bad gun things either, Andrew, except to maybe himself. Yeah, that's that's the concern. Um, but I, to be fair, I love Meryl Streep in uh, Florence Foster Jenkins' fantastic movie. And you need to watch Death Becomes Her for the love of everything. <laughs> I may have to. After Florence Foster Jenkins, watch I may give her a chance. Death Becomes Her. It's such a good movie. It's such a film movie. It's such a film movie. And I know you because today, what did I do today? I was listening to Marin, and Marin was interviewing Eugene Levy, which, Eugene Levy, which everybody needs to listen to because it's great. Uh-huh. And Eugene Levy was talking about... Has Phil seen The Devil Wears Prada? I haven't seen The Devil no, Wears Prada. Not. And I don't think Phil has any interest no, in that. No, not remotely. Um, but going back to Eugene Levy, and Eugene Levy was talking about the one and only movie, the feature that he directed, that I had never heard of, called Once Upon a Crime, yep. made in 1992, starring John Candy, Jim Belushi, Sybil Shepard, um... Who else like is tons in? of people? Just are tons in. of people, and he's like, and it's like a, it's a remake of like a French movie, uh-huh. and it's like a mystery, it's like a caper, and, it's in and Monte like Carlo, John, yeah, John, Car- so John Candy's like, I'm like. What is this movie? And I look it up, and of course it has zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's just because people are crazy. I don't. <laughs> and like, then I like I truly just looking at it. it. I'm like, oh, Phil either owns this or has seen it or both or whatever. Yep. So I email Phil. I'm like, have you seen this? And of course you're like, yeah, yeah. I see. It. I owned it on VHS, and it was a really impossible to find DVD. But now I think it's yeah, more. Yeah, because yeah. I had it on VHS, and then we got rid of them all, and I haven't regotten it, but. And we, I remember renting it when I was a kid because we rented anything that John Candy was in. Period. Yeah, and like I had never it. even heard of this. Oh, movie. dude, it's great. But it was really cool hearing Eugene Levy just talk about like the those guys all came up together, like him and Martin Short and John Candy and Joe Flaherty and all those guys, and then like and then like how like. Christopher Guest was such a huge fan of SCTV that without even knowing Eugene Levy, he's like, as a person, he's like, will you come with me to this cabin? I want you to write a movie with me. And that's Waiting for <laughs> that's, Guffman. Oh, that's amazing. And Eugene Levy's like, are you sure? Like, and then he, and then, and then he told this really beautiful story where up until like a year ago, Eugene Levy thought that he like was just like the ninth person that Chris because he's like, man, I must have been like ninth or tenth of this. And he went his whole like they wrote four movies together, and he just assumed like this all happened because Christopher Guest. And then one day they're like sitting there, and he's like, man, why did why was I the ninth person you called? And like, why did you call me? And Christopher's like, what are you talking about? You were the first person I called because you were so great on SCTV. <laughs> he's like, and then Eugene Levy's response was, man, I wish I'd ask you that like. 
like 20 years ago <laughs> and then I went and just felt like crap for this whole time. And oh, I thought man. that was kind of really That's funny. Awesome. And then just hearing about like they he got into movies and stuff because they went he went to school for like engineering or something at this college in Canada and like none of these people were going to mo- going to school for movies like Martin Short was like a social work major right. and there was this they had a film club where they would both make and show movies and it was run by Ivan Reitman <laughs> and then that's where they all kind of got the bug and then they all like auditioned for Godspell cuz like God's the touring production of Godspell right. and they all got in it and that's where they met like Kathleen um Kathleen Kathleen O'Hara O'Hara Catherine O'Hara and like a few and like I think that's where they met like a bunch of and that's like and then like they just that's and then like uh, Second City came up there, and they all auditioned together, and then from there, and then when SNL was just poaching Second City, was like, well, why don't we make our own show so we can like where we can we can make money off of our own people, like, that's so and, cool. and that's how SCTV started. It was really good. I love Marin, and I love. We're never gonna get through this. Oh my god. <laughs> um, all right, Tremors two is fine. Obviously, must have been talking about Tremors. But number three is viewable only when in the right frame of mind. I think that means when you're high. Number four is a waster of time. Number five is surprisingly watchable. I mean, I think after two, when they because two was one where they were like walking around like Velociraptors. That, that one, okay. And that's where I was like, all right, I think I've seen enough of these Tremors <laughs> movies. Um, and compared to number three or four, at least some of the actors returned, other than Gross for numbers two and three. Yeah, I didn't, I think they got like, I don't know. Yeah, like a few of the smaller people. The television series is mildly watchable. I didn't even know there was a I knew there was, but I've never seen it. If one is bored. The first Tremors film, of course, is great. Yeah, it's great. I've never seen, I don't think I've watched any of the sequels like all the way through. I've seen bits. Maybe I've seen one of them, but not much. Man. Entertaining list. I feel like now you have to is your Michael Gross extra credit. Well, Maybe some of my bonus stuff <laughs> that I do, honestly. Entertaining listening to you two gush on about Chris Pratt. Makes me curious to hear what you had to say about his starring roles in Guardians of the Galaxy and Jurassic World. He's That's amazing. right. We were so ahead on yeah, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Uh, of course, he's incredible, and I want him to be the new Indiana Jones. Like, I'm hoping that, that somehow they figure out a way to pass he's on the mantle. He's going to be Indiana Jones. What? Harrison Ford. No, I'm saying that I want. I think that they that when the mantle gets passed on, because it's going to have to at some point. Here they officially announced it's, it's, on. it's on. But I'm saying that when the mantle gets passed on, he needs to be the new one. Please don't let George Lucas anywhere near that movie. <laughs> Please, please don't. They won't. I don't know. They I, did last I time. Know. I don't know. They fired Frank Darabont, and he's like, "I could do this. I could do this, Steve. Aliens, <laughs> monkeys." Still like that movie. Shia the Monkeys! Still like that movie. <laughs> Alright. Don't don't let him do it, Steve. Right. I don't need Oscar winning screenwriter Frank Darabont. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Don't worry. <sighs> we were gonna get to freaking Atlantis. Maybe that's the it's next gonna one. gonna happen. Maybe that's the next one. I think they already burned that bridge, dude. <laughs> but I, I, I have I have faith. I have complete faith. I do. Because it it's also like a Force Awakens situation for me where, like, it's not going to be worse. So, yeah. It's going to be good. A film recommendation for you two, if you haven't seen it yet, of course. Thunderpants. I have not heard of this before. This sounds it sounds great. fantastic, though. Just the title alone. Oh, my gosh. I think it may be up your alley. It can be found cheaply on eBay, DVD. I do not know if it is streaming anywhere. It's a weird little flick about a kid born with uncontrollable flatulence. 
It sounds amazing. <laughs> have you seen Swiss Army Man yet? No. Oh my gosh, you have to watch it. No. I think it's on Amazon. It was on, net, it's on yeah, something. It's on one of them, yeah. It's definitely on something, yeah. man. It's so good. But this sounds amazing. We have to, <laughs> we have to find this. Yeah, okay, Thunderpants. Also, that's a great title. That's a fantastic title. Because it's about a guy farting. Because I'm like, this movie isn't about somebody farting, but, <laughs> right. they, but it <laughs> is. They missed their, their opportunity. As for old video games, my cousins own a Commodore 64 in which we played Ghostbusters, Montezuma Revenge. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. The Commodore 64 Ghostbusters, I feel like, was way better than the NES one. May have been. But Montezuma's Revenge, like, yeah. I played Well, that's like an all-time game, great game. And a game based on the BC comic strip. That sounds amazing. I had no idea that existed. In second grade, I played a handful of games with the big floppy disks, including mm-hmm. Waterline, which is one of our oh. favorites, and Suicide Strike. I don't know either of those. Loved North and South on the NES. Yes. Which shows you that, again, we were talking about all the same things. Yeah. Hasn't really changed. I've never heard of The Party, one of my favorite bands. Yeah, Brendan. Um, but may have heard some of their songs. You probably didn't, because unless you watched Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, that's kind of... Well, then they did, they had a cover of that, like, of In Your, In My Dreams, which I think was like some metal song. It was like a Dawkins song, and they did a cover of it, and it actually, I think it charted. Okay. So but, it's possible. But if you were like, I mean, they were, if you, if you watch Disney Channel, they definitely saw them. Oh, you know what? You know what happened? Remember that, that Tommy Page, that like pop star guy from like the early 90s died. The one that was on like, uh, he was on like, uh, he was on Full House, he was on Mickey Mouse Club, he was on like every show for a minute. He just died. Sad. I didn't know who that was. He sang some song. (laughs) He sang sang some some song. song. (laughs) Yeah. Big, big. I feel like we're gonna like continue next week's episode, next Thursday's episode with this letter. Alright, we might have to. <laughs> Brendan discusses the original Dark Shadows series. Man, I remember that. <laughs> there are many more. Oh, cause I think I tried to watch it, but when it was all out of order. Out. And also it was all out of order on Netflix and missing episodes. Yeah. There are two, there are many, many more episodes on Hulu now. Oh, okay. Oh, I might check it out again. I checked out a DVD set a few years ago from a local library, which included the first two weeks when the vampire character appeared. I found it interesting as it felt a little like a classical series, classic serial comic strip series. My favorite part of the show was a certain character, whose name now eludes me, who gets beaten and generally treated like crap nearly every episode, which I found increasingly comedic <laughs> as the story continued. Interesting. Okay. I'm really excited. I want to watch this now. Music that one's mind finds replaying in a sort of hold position. Because yours is yeah, Super Mario Brothers. Well, it's Super Mario Brothers 3 and Baseball Stars. Yeah, yeah. And... Oh, yeah, I do. Songs one might find themselves humming while thinking about something or other. For me, those would probably be Bond 77 by Marvin Hamlish. Don't Worry Baby by Brian Wilson, and Friends Win from a Powerpuff Girls CD. <laughs> nice. Songs that have been stuck in my head for a day or more at times, from a Jack to a King, old country song, the James Bond theme, yeah. and the Haunted Mansion's Grim Grinning Ghosts. I think that's always in my... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Or then during Halloween, this is Halloween, yeah, this, this is, is Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. And then I like, Halloween. then you sing other things yeah. to that. Yeah. Which, oh, I had a good one and, and and I did it with you guys and I made you and Janelle laugh really hard. Oh, I forgot no, what it was. That? I don't remember. No. <laughs> but stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Josh is here. What's up, Josh? Did you get a Switch? Josh got a Switch. We're friends. Oh, yeah. Cause, yeah. I heard, I heard they still have freaking friend codes. I get, yeah. That's so stupid! They're never gonna get rid of those friend codes! 
It's not a problem for me. Because <laughs> you don't want friends. I don't want random friends. But that's... It's still, like, if you have to give me a code, I'm not adding you as a friend. We're I'm already friends. That. Like, we're, we're yeah. friends on any other stuff. I know, but it's, add it's just so annoying. I couldn't believe that when I read it. It's not like a deal breaker, but it's just Definitely like, not. come on, guys. Come on. All right, this is an interesting thing. All this talk of diet soda makes me wonder if you two have tried Coke Zero. Of course we tried Coke Zero, but there's just something about Diet Coke. I think it's an addictive chemical. I don't yeah, know what it is. Because I have I I like Coke Zero, but I love Diet Coke. See, I don't care for the flavor of Coke Zero. But like, it's near but, as which much. is really funny. And I think it's only because I feel like if Anybody who didn't grow up on Diet Coke, there is no way you would pick Diet Coke over Coke Zero. It's just because, cause, cause as I, as I have found is the fact, Diet Coke is the diet version of New Coke. That's why it tastes nothing like Coke. Yeah. Whereas Coke Zero is the diet version of actual Coke. But it just doesn't do it for me. Well, it doesn't really do it for me either, and that's why I drink Diet Coke. And I freaking love Diet Coke. So much. Okay, real quick. Josh in the chat says he got the Pro Controller for the Switch. Yeah. Do you Have you found the secret message on the Pro Controller? You probably did, I'm sure. Okay. I'm not going to catch you on that. But it's cool. All right. Well, we got to wrap this up, and we're going to do part two. Part two. Mark's letter. And we got Rock Cards, and we got Marmaduke. And that might be your entire show next time. Maybe we'll just do a bonus one of part three of the show. Yeah, but we won't be releasing that till way later, so it won't work. Next week. That could work. I guess. Because we got James Riley next week. So well, maybe. I don't know. Well, you got like 30 that. seconds. Because then we won't have any bonus episodes. We need bonus episodes. No, this will be bonus. No. I'll prove it. Because what? Ah, I don't like it. All right. No, I think you're right. I got it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Be sure to go to RadioBreadDo.com. Click the Amazon banner. Click all the stuff. $50 off DreamHost.com. Why are you still looking? We're going off of time. What? What are you doing? No, you passed on your 30 seconds. Yeah, but we're not doing it that way, remember? Yeah, we are. You still have to earn them. You didn't tell me that. You said we just had to be bought dubbed by 11. No, you have to earn them each one. Holy crap. You have 10 seconds. Well, for Radio Reno, man, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody. You got it.
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Feeling peckish this midnight? Sate your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a feast of the sound. The Midnight Marinara podcast is here for you, intrepid listeners. We sample only the finest and sinister stories and, coating them with our own unique spooky sauce, present them to you as eerie audio dramas. Tune in twice monthly as Midnight Marinara sends shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you. Bon appétit! <laughs>